I'm Charlotte Clemmy and I am a photographer at Charlotte Clemmy Studios. And today we are talking about how to take better selfies. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. I felt like this was uh, very timely because we can't get to our favourite pageant photographer at the moment, can we? Um, (laughs) Better at doing it ourselves a little bit. But just in case anyone missed your first episode that you did with us, can you explain a little bit about what you do in relationship to the pageant industry? Yes, well, I take a lot of pageant headshots and um, I run um, portfolio days with the UK Glam Squad so Patrick and Duncan so we do monthly um, portfolio days at my studio which is located in Leeds and they're super fun girly pageant days where you come you get makeup by the boys and then you get photographs by me and um, I also do one-to-one shoots at the studio um, and then I do a pop-up event once a year at the Galaxy UK finals and for headshots. So I get to kind of know the girls really well because, of course, taking the photograph, I get to hear all about them, about their pageant journey. So you can imagine when it comes to watching them at the competition, I'm a blubbering mess and like a proud mum sat in the audience watching them all. <laughs> having having pictures taken with you is like more addictive than sugar Um, because you get these just these most amazing pictures back and I'm always like can I buy some extras can I buy some more oh well no you honestly you're so photogenic though um but I'm not gonna lie and I don't want to offend you but Felicity is my number one she is photogenic I could not believe her. We did so. Um, we did a one of the pop up sessions at the Galaxy with Felicity, so she could have her own headshot. Um, because she does want to start doing a few pageants. They grow up so quickly, though. So those headshots will be out of date before we get out of lockdown. Yeah. And um, hopefully, I just cut her hair really short again. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> She'll look the same. I um, think the one where she's looking over her shoulder. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. She got into it. Like we gave her little. She did. To do and she's like, and then this, and so I did it, and like she's not even three. And <laughs> um, she will be three by the time this goes out. But I just, she's, she's like. Like she'd been watching model tutorial videos or something. It was funny. It was really was funny. Child? And where did she learn to pose? Because she did not get that from Mimi. No, I knew when I sent you them, I was like, ah, I'm so excited because I knew you'd love them. That's why I had to get so many. I just, I couldn't, she's, are just the cutest thing so um I have put one of them up on the pageant land we now have our own Instagram so pageant land online Instagram um so you can go and a little bit of indulgence there of sharing my kids picture but um she's yeah 
just just the best so that's fine she is actually in disgrace she this is the first night she has ever gone to bed without milk because she was misbehaving at dinner time oh dear never happened before and she was not impressed but I said does mummy and daddy ever break their promises and she's like no which means I've got no milk (laughs) (laughs) oh bless her (laughs) she has soy not even like it's proper milk anymore but, um, but still um so how are you staying involved with the pageant photography industry while we're in lockdown? Because obviously you can't be doing shoots with people. No, it's such a shame. I can't be doing shoots. However, I was thinking today, um, so maybe by the time this goes out, I might have done one. Um, I might do um, FaceTime shoots um, and not charge for it, just for fun. Because I've seen like a couple of photographers that I really like do it. And I thought, oh my gosh, that looks really fun. So that might be something that I do just for, and I actually might do like a little fun towards the NHS or something. Um, but I thought that might be quite cute. So anyway, maybe I might have done that by the time this goes out. But what I am doing is, um, luckily I've got um, a very beautiful au pair who is actually now doing a pageant because you can't be an au pair and not do a pageant yet. Um, so Laura for anybody who doesn't know what an au pair is it's kind of a bit like an exchange student and um, so she's on like she finished school so she was 19 they finished at 19 in Italy so she's like on a gap year so she's come to the UK to learn English fluently so she's pretty good anyway and um, but it just happens that she's also drop dead gorgeous and really girly and fallen in love with the pageant world and so she's doing Miss Pageant Girl UK um, so yeah so I've been able to keep busy by photographing her and kind of practicing new techniques and we did like a sunset shoot um, which is kind of something that I'd like to do when hopefully we get out of lockdown and um, a few more location shoots with girls as well rather than just always in the studio um, and then just the usual just enjoying like going back through old photos and finally getting around to posting them and sharing images from shoots that I'm always far too busy to like think about like I used to be terrible on Instagram but I'm actually making an effort now um, and yeah and I mean in all the groups that I'm in I, I mean I chat to Patrick people every day so I actually don't feel like I've kind of missed out. I am missing the boys quite a bit, Patrick and Duncan. We've been having quite a few little um, Zoom chats and whatever. Um, so that's been nice because I miss seeing them. Oh, I just miss... I've now got to the point where I miss actually being around people, whereas to start with, I was like, yeah, I can do this. This is fine. Um, and now I'm like, oh, now I want a hug from someone that's yeah. like a sweet toddler. Like, just... Yeah, I know. That's the thing, isn't it? Um, And I think that's the great thing about my job, especially when we do the portfolio days. They're so full on, but in the best possible way. We've got the music up really loud. We do like dancing in the middle of the shoots. Like it's just, and I really missed that interaction with people and just like like proper belly laughing, Mm. um, which I always do with Patrick and Duncan. And yeah, so it's things like that. But it's strange how you quickly adapt. It's kind of like the new norm, like just like live in a little house and not see anyone. It definitely, I, I'm now getting to the point though. I'm apart from the fact that I will have missed the gym like crazy. Will I ever want to leave my house again? Yeah. I'm worried about that. Like, 
our veg and food orders we got delivered anyway like so that's not changed and quite often apart from so I'd go to church on Sunday morning and I'd go to the gym on Saturday morning Harry would quite often not leave the house or he'd go for a quick run and then be home and not leave the house all weekend so it just feels like a bit of an extended weekend yeah with this fear of death outside the door yeah of course (laughs) it's the same and not the same and um yeah we sort of adopted that holiday thing of nibbles and and a drink at five o'clock yeah well I had but then I stopped because um I was just I just felt like I was getting a right little wine belly so I was like okay so now I'm trying to not drink Monday to Thursday and then on Friday I'm like yay it's the weekend even though nothing's changed and I'm having a glass of wine I'm giving up the alcohol again in May because I don't, I don't, I go through long spells where I don't drink, but I need to set myself a deadline. So from May, there will be, the alcohol will be gone. So um, I've definitely put on a lot of weight. I'm now, I'm weighing on different scales though. So I was on the really fancy ones at the gym and I've bought myself some proper ones here, body fat percentage ones, but it's more my muscle mass. So I don't really care how much I weigh. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to lose my muscle fat percentages because of how I train. Yeah, and you were looking so good. And I'm like, and I was so, I was so close to like getting to the like the muscle definition levels that I wanted to. I was going to have another cut in April um, and do a, a full on fitness shoot, you know, like the extreme fitness. Yeah. Um, and, and now I look like a, a cake. <laughs> I don't believe that for one second. The only thing is, this is maybe exercise. Like, I'm certainly not going to come out, you know, super toned or anything. But I had I kind of pushed exercise to the back burner because I was busy and like my priorities always been like my shoots and editing. And I've been able to like do runs. So I've been getting up at six before the kids wake up, and like I'm loving it because it's the only time of the day that I get to myself. So. I'm running from like six till about quarter to seven and I put on a podcast, sometimes you, yeah. and I and I absolutely love it. It's like my time. So it's got me back into exercising and that, that is a positive that I'm going to take away from it. Yeah, I think it's fine. Definitely there's lots of silver linings to find in it that it's, it's going to be, obviously the world will have been through a traumatic experience after this, some more than others, those that have actually lost people. Um, but it would be an injustice to those that have lost their lives through this if we didn't try and find some good messages in it. Um, yeah. I think there's definitely people that have said they're going to slow down more. We certainly, I'm still feeling productive and getting stuff done most days um, and but not in the way that I was before and it's a lot more chill time with Felicity and I mean we spent a whole was it yesterday morning we spent the whole morning we got up and showered and we're all ready and had our breakfast and then we sat on my bed and watched Barbie <laughs> oh that sounds so fun you see I feel like that's lovely we've got the homeschooling side of stuff so it's like oh, to try and homeschool I'm not made to be a teacher and then you've got a baby and a toddler so thank god I've got Laura um our old pair because my husband's in the police so he's still going to work um but yeah I'm ready for them to go back to school <laughs> I'm dead <laughs> so yeah I'd, I'd happily take Barbie on a morning that sounds a dream yeah no I've got Power Rangers and like somebody pulling at my hair and kicking me in the stomach Oh, so I, I had I had the, the screaming, flailing, running around naked, screaming at mummy this this evening. So um, 
peaks and troughs, peaks and troughs. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> so, we'll go. See, we always digress. I love the digressing bits. Um, why do you think it's important to have some good phone skills to go with your professional headshot? Because we talked about it's really key to have a professional headshot and I love it when people have professional headshots it makes my life as a podcaster so much easier as well um but why do you think it's really good to have some good phone skills too um well I think a bit of a mixture is good especially you know for your own Instagram and you want to show your you know your life and your lifestyle and you're not always in a studio you know looking absolutely perfect with the glam squad or whoever else you use for hair and makeup and so I think a bit of a mix is really good and I think it's good um to kind of show a bit more like reality as well that you know you know we all are pageant girls and we like to get dressed up um like I say for a photo shoot but normal day life it's good to have a bit of a mix of photos um, so I think having good phone skills as well um, and just a few little tips of knowing where to stand, where's the best light so that you still get nice photos but that aren't so polished um, and professionally edited is a good thing. Yeah, it's it's a big thing in social media, that ability to grow your social media of being that more real and authentic on it. Yeah, exactly. You want to look, you know, yeah, that's the word, authentic. You do what you you want people to see the real you. Um and so you want a bit of a mix. It's and very much if I click onto someone's social media and it's all I want I want a couple of lovely shots and I love their profile picture being a lovely headshot. Um but if I scroll through there so and it's just all very much set professional images, I'm like this this boring. Yeah, boring. It could be a fake account. You're not telling me who you really are. Um, I want to see some of the the makeupless life bit. Yeah, silly ones. I mean, I think Misha Grimes is really good for that. You know, she's got obviously her really cozy, cute ones. Um, I mean, all her ones are obviously ones that she's taken herself or someone's taken over. But um, but then she'll have like silly little ones as well. And I think it's nice to have a little mix. I think you need to yeah be. Because otherwise, yeah, you've got times like this and you'll end up, all your feed is going to have to be throwbacks because you're going to have no new photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're stuck on your own. And so what's the most common mistakes you see when people are taking this, either selfies or photos with their phone? I think it's not, the biggest sort of bugbear for me is when people don't look at what's in the background of their photo. <laughs> so... I see like, you know, people take these gorgeous pictures of themselves in the mirror. And yes, I've just said to be authentic, but I think there's authentic and then there's just laziness. You know, I'm terrible for zooming in and you can see like a mess of like their bedroom floor behind them. Um, And I mean, nobody's got an absolutely perfect bedroom, but you know, you can just move stuff off the bed, can't you? Move, like, you know, push a drawer in and not have your underwear hanging out. And I think it's, like, a little things like that to kind of look around before you take a photo. It just makes a nicer picture. Um, and I think that's the biggest mistake that girls can often do. They'll look and think, oh, I look nice. I'll take a quick snap. But actually just have a little bit of awareness of what your surroundings are. Mm. I have like had pictures edited where I've really like, I mean, this was pre pre nice headshots done with you to be honest, but I'll have had like a picture that I took that was quite nice, but the background was so terrible or we were out, out somewhere and there was alcohol in the background. I didn't necessarily want that. Yeah. Um, and I literally getting it, sending it to a photo editor to take the background. 
No way. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Now I've got some basic tools that I can blur stuff. So as long as it's not hideously offensive, I can blur things out. But um, I love... Yeah, I think there's a line with that blurring thing because I've seen a few girls use that blur tool. And I don't know if it's because I'm a photographer, but it sometimes makes me cringe. It's like too much. And it's like, it's like pretending to be a professional photography with like that sort of, you know, blurred out background but you can tell it's just an iPhone photo and it's like oh it makes me cringe I had one that I did that was and it wasn't good enough and I had some enough professional pictures of Felicity that it didn't warrant me sending the picture off but it had loads of other kids in the background whose parents I didn't know to check yeah so cute I wanted to put it on social media and I'm like just gonna have to go for the heavy blur Um, yeah kind of worked apart from where I had to go along a straight line and I completely mucked it up and I'm like that'll do that'll do everyone knows I've edited this like (laughs) but she looked cute you're like I don't care yeah no I get it like heart she was doing that laugh smile that toddlers do so well um in a ballet outfit sat on the floor like it was just like I was never going to get that moment again I was like I need I need this picture without all these random kids running around behind her and I think that's the thing I think you know just kind of just having a bit more awareness of where you're taking it um, and trying to be in the best light that you can be in. Um, but I think we're going to come on to that. I think that's a question in a minute, so I'll not rush ahead of myself. Yeah, because how, what would you define with good light? So how you, you've sort of gone, oh, I'm actually, I feel like I'm looking nice today. I feel like I want to take a picture today because I think we're all having days where we just do not want our picture taken right now. Um, but you feel like you're ready, you're ready to be on screen. How would you look around a room or outside and work out where to angle it for the light? Well, I mean, good light is basically anything that's illuminated by the sun. Um, so at the minute, it's amazing because it's been so sunny and the light outside has just been gorgeous. But not to stand right in the sun, because when you're standing in the harsh light, it creates shadows. It can, you know, make you look, it can make you look worse. Usually you're squinting. Usually, you know, it can make you look like you've got sort of dark circles under your eyes if the sun's hitting your face in a certain way so the best way to get a nice photo is if it's this kind of weather currently with the sun is stand somewhere that's still being illuminated by the light so it can be in the shade if possible that's going to be the best most complimentary glowy light for your face so under a tree like where there's some shade from a building whenever I'm doing a wedding on like a summer's day, like that's all I'm looking for. I'm thinking like, where's a really pretty light? And it's so funny because like you'll turn up to a venue and people will go, oh, isn't it gorgeous? Look, it's so sunny. Why don't you take the bride over there to that lovely lake? And I'm thinking that would be the worst picture in the world with big bright sun. She's going to be squinting. It's going to be horrendous. So then I'll be taking her over to like some little corner somewhere. And I can see people thinking like, why are they taking the couple over there when, you know, there's all this lovely backdrop. But I'm always just looking for the best light because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, she's going to want the photos where her face looks the most stunning. So, and that is in the shade when it's a sunny day. We had that at um, uh, Harry's, my other half's um, dad got married in 
was it September last year? And we had that beautiful, lovely sunshine. Um, but they didn't have a photographer because it was just like a little affair. And they're trying to get a big group picture. And I don't know, I think it was worked out that I had the newest iPhone um, of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was designated photographer somehow. Um, and the, the spot that I picked, everyone was like, but it's it's a panel fence behind them. But it had beautiful overhanging branches, so it framed the picture really nicely. Yes, yeah. I think it's worth it, worth it. And most of the people were going to be blocking the fence. So I said, I think the light and the framing is worth being having the fence behind and it just meant it was like mm-hmm. a big background um, and we got the most beautiful light and it looks so lovely and everyone looks pretty yeah and I mean you know yourself like the only thing you look at in a photo you go you, you want to see your face and you're like oh yeah I look nice like that's all you look at so you know there's a, a, other elements to a photo of course but for me the first thing I always think about it is mm is her face going to look nice in that light? And if it's a no, then I don't care if it's like the most beautiful backdrop in the world, unless the bride and groom has specifically said, and I'll always tell them as well, I'm always like, okay, just so you know, that's not going to be the, like the images that you've, you know, usually see in mind that you like. Um, and again, like I did a wedding in a, it was a marquee in the middle of a field and there was like no building, no shade, no anything. Um, and I was like, panicking when I arrived. And then I noticed in the far corner of this field was one tree and the bride was pregnant and it was like a really uneven field. And I was like nervous. I was like, oh, what do I do? I thought, no, I'm just going to tell her it's a wedding. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to trek to that one tree. She's like, over there. I was like, yeah, we're going. And oh my God, they're the most stunning photos. And she's actually... A pageant girl's sister, a girl, I don't think you'll know her, she's called Helen McGregor. She was a, a team Galaxy England. And um, she went the year Rachel Tate won um, in America. She was the team winner. And anyway, it's her sister's wedding and all oh, the photos are amazing. So yeah, so back to what you're doing on your phone, the principles the same, just trying to find like nice, a bit of shade with that glow bouncing up off the ground, especially if you've got some like, white stones that's like the dream because then it just like is like a big reflector under your face and mm. um, but yeah just trying to find that nice happy medium that you're not right in the sun you're nice evenly covered in the shade and um, if you're like under a tree though and it's you know a bit patchy then obviously that's not going to work you have to make sure that your face is completely even so either take a step back take a step forward whoever's taking the photo for you um, hopefully they've got a bit of patience and you can say to them like should I walk forward should I walk back take a test look at the phone oh no that's no good I need to go a bit more forward I need to go a bit more back um, to just kind of find that sort of sweet spot yeah and then if you don't have that at all then um, in the house uh, you know even you just go straight to a window anything that's being illuminated by the sun so opening your blinds opening like right pull the blinds right up even opening your front door you know if the sun's at the front of the house um, and maybe you've got a really nice hallway like just open your front door let all that light flood in you stand right in front near the front of the door that's always a gorgeous photo so it's just trying to find that pretty light for me it's in my kitchen my kitchen's all white um, I've got massive bifold doors. And beautiful. I- yeah, it's, honestly, it's like the, the it would be nice room in the house. Um, and that is like perfect for photos um, because it's so bright. Um, so, yeah, so, it, and you know, worst case scenario, you go into your bedroom, you put your phone 
in front of your window, you sit in front of your window and boom, you've got like a gorgeous light situation. I mean, my favourite light in the studio is when, I don't know if I've done it with you actually, I don't think I did it actually on your one. Um, sometimes in a portfolio day, it's a bit faffy, so I don't always do it. Um, but when I just use the window and I get all my poly boards, the big white boards, and I just make like a little den, like in front of the window. I've only got one little small window in my studio and I make like a little white den and put a reflector in and that's just gorgeous. And it's only, it's only window light, like a little rubbishy window that anybody would have in their house. But often there are some girls' favourite pictures. We so, well, did a selfie in that. I know the window you yes. <laughs> finished. Uh, we'd finished and I'd got changed and literally had packed everything up and you were setting it up for someone else and we took a selfie in that window. So when I post the promo for this episode on the social media, I'll put that selfie in as well. And yes. then you can see that magical light um, <laughs> with us pulling funny faces. But Exactly, it, yeah. I'm... Oh no! I, it it just made me think. There's something you should definitely do at some point, whether it's in person. Well, you don't have to definitely do. You don't have to do anything I tell you to do. Um, but I would really appreciate a uh, coaching session for pageant partners on phone. Oh my god, that's such a good idea! Yeah, it's like, maybe I should do that while I'm in lockdown. I give him the phone. He takes one picture, and I'm like, some bursts, some different angles, some like, take a few. I get one mm-hmm. picture, and I'm like squinting in it, and that's it. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, my husband's got no patience at all. Um, I believe it or not, weirdly, well, I don't take a lot of pictures of myself. Like, I just, it's something that I'm going to try and work on a bit because I just don't seem to have the time or I don't ever feel like I look nice enough to think, oh, I'm going to get a picture today. And I started a mummy, like, Instagram bloggy type thing when I was pregnant with my third and I do like sleep routines and I've always got friends wanting advice about babies and sleeping or whatever else. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll just do an Instagram about it. Anyway, didn't realize how much effort. I mean, these mm-hmm. like these girls that, you know, the likes of Molly May, Misha, um, all the rest of them, it is, it is a full-time job. Yeah. Um, I thought I can't keep up with this. So I stopped it um, when he was born. I was like, can't keep up with trying to be... Um, and in a mummy influencer, it wasn't for me. Um, and it was the fact of having to kind of get dressed up. <laughs> I mean, if you saw me most of the week, I'm horrendous. Um, but I am going to try and make an effort and get more pictures of me and the kids. But my husband just got no patience. He's like, takes a couple of photos and, and that's it. But the self-timers that you can do are just as good. And to be honest, I've done a couple of little photos with my au pair that I mentioned earlier on, Laura. She's only young, so she loves taking photos and whatever else. And we did the pillow challenge. Oh, um, I don't know if you saw it on Instagram. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, been, it's quite funny. And like people have been doing it. And I was like, you know what, let's do that. So again, Alex took like five photos and then he was bored and he was off. And I was like, I'll forget that. So we just set up ourselves. So I, and you can do, but we set the camera on a stool and baby wipes and props up whatever else you don't have a timer and so you don't always need somebody I love it the photographer with all the equipment and still you yes. pop things up on baby wipes like yes <laughs> funny I'll literally I'll prop my phone up on stuff I've got a couple of tripods a couple of small tripods a couple of big tripods a ring light okay. and so often the best light is when I've randomly propped my phone up on something 
and <laughs> just yeah. a timer on it. It's very frustrating. Um, like, why did I buy any equipment at all? <laughs> well, that's the thing. And like, there's a, a, a photographer who I love who's now like a bit of a business. Um, uh, I don't know. Anyway, she's like, she helps you grow your business. She's called Jasmine Star. I don't know if you listen to any of her podcasts, but she's probably quite boring unless you're a photographer. But um, she always gets people asking her like, oh, what uh, equipment do you use for all your videos and, and this and that? She's like, the sun. <laughs> because it really is when you've got a good room, it gets lots of good light. You don't need anything else. I think you just need that natural light. I think not to promote my child yet again, but um, I think she's just like, she's drawn to having her picture taken because if there's really nice light we've got a big bay window in our bedroom and she happens to have put a pretty dress on and she'll be like now you take my photo in the big window and I'm oh, like, that's so funny you won't even be in that room and she'll be like you take my photo in the big window now mummy and we'll she marches oh, off to mummy and daddy's bedroom and she sets there's like a stool at one end and then just space at the other and she'll stand against the window and look out and this beautiful light comes or she'll sit herself on the stool ready to have her picture taken like I'm just like, oh that's really cute she's not gonna know what's hit her when they go to try and do her first school photo and they're like no no you get one shot and that's it there's no posing there's no angle changing <laughs> Oh my gosh, those school photos are horrendous. I couldn't think of a worse job than being a school photographer. Can you imagine? I would be like, okay, now just put your hand here, just put your hand there. (laughs) Home from school that day, we're going to go and get you a proper picture. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We'll be like, we don't need those pictures. We have Charlotte Clabby photos. We're fine. Well, somebody (laughs) did, yeah, they did say at my son's school, they were like, oh, you know, um, they send you the forum. And I resented, I was like, I don't really want to pay another photographer for my children's photos. But then because they're in their uniform, it's like, you feel like you have to as a parent, like you're a bad parent unless you get the school photo. Oh, yeah, no, that's going to be a pull for me because I can't imagine Felicity not wanting to do pageants at this point, which means we're going to have lovely photos most years and they're not going to involve school uniforms. So. Yeah, good. <laughs> we'll get And... <laughs> Are there any other specific tips that you would recommend with people? Obviously, we talked about timers. We said you don't really need the tripods and stuff. Um, what are your thoughts on, like, ring lights? That's quite a common um, Ring lights are fab. Um, I think they even can be used as well as natural light. Um, so the ring light that I've got um, has got a dimmer switch. I don't know if they've all got that. Again, I don't know a lot about things like ring lights, believe it or not. But do, do you have one? Mine's, yeah, mine's got a dimmer. It was Does it have a dimmer? So do most of them have dimmer switches? I believe so. It didn't, when I did my research, it wasn't the most expensive. I think mine was about £60. Um, yeah. With the stand, I mean, whether, whether it does or not, yeah, I mean. But I didn't see any that didn't have a dimmer when I was looking. So, I mean, I think it's quite nice if you add it, add that in as well. So if you've got maybe a bit of a, maybe a small window or um, a bit of a, a darker room you could add it in as well as the natural light so for example I did a picture the other day um in the kitchen of course my nice lighting room and um, but the sun has started to go down so it was getting a bit darker by the time that we got downstairs to do our photo me and Laura and when we put the flash on the camera it just wasn't enough so then I did actually put the ring light next to it I just kind of had the dimmer like halfway. So it was just kind of adding like a little bit of a kick. 
um, into the image and it still looked natural. Do you know what I mean? It didn't look like we'd set up a full on light because then the only problem with the ring light is it gives a funny shadow. So I don't know if you've noticed that some, and it just looks fake. And I think that look is, it isn't always, it doesn't always look good. You basically, with any type of photography, whether it's on your phone with whatever else, the more natural it looks, um, the more pleasing the image is to your eye naturally. Um, and if a shadow is falling in a way that it wouldn't naturally fall from the sun, even if you don't understand lights or anything, but subconsciously, your brain doesn't like it. It's just like the way your brain's wired. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't visually, it's not as visually pleasing. So if you are going to use a ring light, try and use it if you can in like a, the most natural way. So maybe you only just use a little bit of that light or put the dimmer up, put a dye in a bit, whatever you think um, to kind of give it a bit of a kick. And I did that actually at Galaxy. I had like a headshot event um, and I just had like a little silly pull-up board that said, you know, Charlotte can be photography, just so that I can get pictures of the girls after the photo shoots. It's always like a nice little keepsake. Um, but again, I wanted the photos to be nice, so I put the board in front of the window that was in the room that I was in. But it was still a small window, so I put the ring lights in front of the window as well, so it was kind of like double. Um, and everybody posted their pictures because they all looked so gorgeous in them because that natural light and that ring light just together just give us like really pretty image I can't I think I did two shoots with you and Felicity did one and I didn't get one in front of the 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 pop-up board because I kept having I was running off to the next thing you're always like rushing I know you're so busy I was literally like running into photo shoots and then running back out again I don't like why was there no, and then I'd stay up till three in the morning because it was the, the first time I'd had a chance to sort of sit down that wasn't sat down, yeah. the cheering, but which point I was also trying to hold a toddler still because she watched both of the other finals nights. Um, but literally I'd r- keep running through the lounge and everyone's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm trying to make the most of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. When was this, on the last night? Um both of the other two days so I recorded I was recording the podcast in the lounge I did episodes in the lounge live oh um, yes and uh I may I don't know because I'll be competing again but in future years maybe when I'm not competing is having a little side room that I can do interviews in as well just to make the most of having people there and and things so basically like the podcast equivalent of what you did with with the I, it's such a good idea because everyone's all together and it's just it's you know it's just perfect people want to be doing things otherwise you just sit at that bar all day and eat the garlic bread <laughs> and um you know it's, it's nice to have little activities to do I think it was really nice because I know um Harriet Lane was doing coaching as well she had a, um, a room booked that was doing coaching in and it becomes yeah more of a like a whole thing event yeah. like, like a hub a pageant hub yeah lots of activities yeah we need some more stands here. We need the we need a yes. studio. We need earring envy out all day long. Although that's very expensive for me because Felicity was a magpie to that table. Um, Although I do think they would do well being out all day long because, to be honest, by the time I get there, because I finish shooting and then I get changed and then it's time for the show to start and I kind of run down the steps. Luckily, I feel like a VIP at Galaxy because 
my best friend happens to be the director so I always get a really good seat um so that's always handy so I kind of rush in at the end just before it starts and then I don't get to look properly at the earring envy uh so yeah I wish she did have it open in the day as well this is uh I'll mention it when I'll I'll I'll, I'll say like you should you should have a like a t- <laughs> yes they literally need like a um like a Christmas fair, but of pageant stools in a in another room through during the day. Um, it would be so fun. That's actually a really good idea. It'd be amazing. And um, so uh, I think we've covered loads today. And um, another thing that I say that I just that I thought of earlier on as well, thinking of colours and you know things that are going to make an image pop. And I mean, I'm not. I'm trying to get better at my own Instagram, but. You know, when you're thinking of kind of what colours go together and if you've got a bit of a theme on your Instagram or whatever else, or if it's just a photo for your Facebook, um, a good thing to do as well is looking at kind of what colours match and what colours pop out. And um, if you just have to even Google like a colour wheel and you'll see from that, um, you know, kind of what opposite, on the colour wheel, the colours that are opposite each other that might cl- clash actually look really good together so you might even at the minute and now is the perfect time go in your wardrobe things that you wouldn't have necessarily put together beforehand but on a color wheel it looks like they'll actually go and try them on and have a little photo shoot in your in your garden or at your front door or whatever else with maybe outfits parts of outfits that you wouldn't have put together before oh amazing i'm i'm i want to do a big clear out of my um of my wardrobe while we're in lockdown but I I feel like I'd get a bit ruthless <laughs> yeah Which I'm, I'm pretty good at being ruthless normally but I'm just not sure not sure if I'm brave enough to be quite so ruthless at the moment <laughs> no I know what you mean I'm I'm ruthless with my clothes and I actually listened to one of your podcasts where you spoke about how you don't have a lot of clothes and it was after that one that I was inspired and motivated and went in and got rid of a lot of mine so thanks for that <laughs> in a good way thanks for that I, lo- I think with I've now got um a very much a sense of what I'm comfortable in and I stopped just buying things that I looked good in because there's you can put something on and be like yeah I look really good in this it really shoots my suits my shape um and yes, it's appropriate for the kind of things I go to. But if it doesn't really, and Nick Marie Kondo's phrase, spark joy, I'm never going to quite get around to wearing it. Every time I put it on, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, mm, no, not this time, not this time. And if I've said that a few times to an item of clothing, I've put it on and got it looks really good, but just not this time. Um, third time I say that, I know that that item's a goner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's not I'm like that. It's gone. Yeah, it I'm doesn't... ruthless. However, like I think when you want sort of content, whether it's for your Instagram or whatever else, you kind of do have to have a bit of a rummage around your wardrobe. I just did a couple of photos for my website, and there was a shirt in my um, wardrobe that I've kind of thought about throwing out a couple of times and I think it was on it's like you say it's like last legs like if I'd gone back in it was going to go the next time but I'm glad that I didn't chuck it out because I wore it um, in my photos it's just like a really boring white top that I would never wear but photographically it actually really works with the light jeans and I was like oh I'm so glad I didn't throw that out so some things look better in photos than 
get pictures there, right? Yeah, get pictures. There are things that I've worn in photos that I really liked. Um, I mean, the jumper, the black dress that I wore. Um, yeah portfolio shoot that I did with you I loved but I would never got round to wearing them in real life um and yeah I may have kept the tags on and returned them (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's what and I mean it's a lot a lot of influencers do the ones that are doing the the clothing hauls um, well yeah well to be honest that I mean that's been going on for bloody loads of years I mean even when I used to be a model like when I was 18 so and I'm 33 now so a long time ago I mean that's what our agency used to tell us to do you know you buy the clothes and you return them and I mean it's probably really bad to be fair but that is what we used to be told to do years ago Um, and I think you know I mean people might judge me for saying this out loud but when girls do come on the shoots I do say to them you know don't spend a fortune on your outfits, you know, ask friends. I mean, pageant community is amazing for that. I think even if you put in a pageant forum, I've got a photo shoot for my pageant portfolio. Has anybody got any things to lend me? People would not blink an eyelid about lending you things for a star. Um, and if there is a couple of little pieces online that you maybe wanted to try out for a shoot um, and send them back, I, I, it happens. It, is it terrible? Probably. But there you go. Shoot me. I mean, I'm, Everything I wore for that portfolio, yeah. So I had three outfits and then an evening gown. The evening gown I purchased for an event that was a couple of months later and it was only going to be a small amount of it showing, so it was fine. Um, And then the other outfits, yeah, I did. I bought, kept the tags on. Sometimes I've done that and then I've really liked an item. So I an item. Um, And there was the the coral jumpsuit I wore, I did regret returning and I keep trying to find it. Um, But I've, I've got, I've got a couple of different Instagrams with like a few thousand followers and things on each and then a few on my social media on my other social media platforms um I will then tag the designers in those outfits they are still going to get some publicity out of me Um, yeah so I'm kind of like I don't feel too guilty about it anymore (laughs) and also I buy yeah I will do that only from brands that I do shop from that's what I always say because I get stuff from ASOS I all my wardrobe is ASOS um and you know they if I buy the odd little bits and return it well they they get 90% of my clothing money so they don't do bad from me yeah, mine's um there's a department store just down the road from me and it has a few different brands that I all buy from and I usually if I'm going into a shop to buy clothes um it's that shop uh so yeah if I'm gonna buy and return I do it there because yeah they they've done very well out of me over the years <laughs> the only thing that I don't I would disagree with is when it's like a small independent store and yeah. um, of them won't do return anyway they'll do it um, yeah there's there's a lovely one on on my high street and I would I'd love to buy some of their pieces, but for me, they're not, they're like the skirts aren't quite long enough for me to feel comfortable in or the tops don't quite cover enough cleavage for me to be comfortable in. Like I love it, but not quite enough to own a piece. Um, but I would love to promote them on my social media, but they don't do returns. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, some of the, yeah, it's, you've got to do it with the big chains. I wouldn't, you'd never wear, I'd never wear it out. It's got to be one photo. And I- Exactly. Don't buy things that you can't afford to keep if something went wrong. So now I couldn't yeah. afford to keep everything I bought, but had Felicity 
thrown up over one of my outfits I could have afforded to keep it without like well I learned the hard way from that because years ago I was 23 and I bought a dress for a photo shoot and it was really expensive and um my mum's cat peed on it Dress was like 150 quid, and I was just like, Oh my god! So, um, yeah, <laughs> my mom was like, Well, I told you not to leave bags on the floor, your cat's peeing it. So, anyway, she no sympathy for me, so yeah, I had to keep it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know, I was so upset. Hear that cat. <laughs> But like I said before, if you know, if it is at the minute is a perfect time to have a good rummage and you'd be surprised at what things that you wouldn't have matched together that actually might really look cool, um, especially for a photo. Style it up. There's some actually I've got some brilliant, I've got a dress on today that's um it's a maxi dress. Um I bought it because it matches one Felicity has, and I just wanted a comfy slouch around the house maxi. But because I'm nearly six foot tall, it's not long enough because the majority of Oh, that's so annoying. You can't get a cheap maxi that's long enough. But Mm. on watch some videos on YouTube on how to um tailor your clothes to be more flattering in not getting your sewing machine out tailoring. Um and it was like if you're finding maxis aren't long enough, you could tie a knot here and it. And I've worn it like it all day and loved it. And it's oh, is it like a is it an account um, like a, it, or a video or what was it? Loads of videos on YouTube. Um, literally, just you have to go through different ones on how to style your outfits or how to make out how to make your clothing more flattering. Um, and the one that I got that one from, the majority of her tips involve those really thin little hair elastics. The ones that, for me, they look like ones you use for a pony when you do braid your pony's hair. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure Duncan would say no, they're for professionals. Um, <laughs> um, but I bought a bag to do Felicity's hair because she wanted a plait and she's got no hair. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, they recommend those with loads of like clothing, these hacks for doing the knots at the back. You know, when they people tie their jumpers at the back. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm going to have to look at that then. Do it with the elastic and it doesn't ruin the jump. Or if there's not enough fabric to actually tie a physical knot, you put that on and it makes it look like there's a knot. And these tiny little tweaks and different angles for where to wear your belt to change stuff. So you, I love YouTube. Um, It's, I I have no... I I don't think I use it enough. Like I'm obviously not getting the most out of it. I'm going to... I'm, I'm look at these hacks they'd probably be quite good for me at the studio because sometimes girls arrive and we're like hmm it's not right so yeah it can just like sort of funky up and give like an outfit a different vibe can't it different things like that. and then um, well shoving <laughs> shoving stuff down your back that was the other one for um that I got from Stephanie James who were my dress sponsor for Galaxy and when you go and they've got this whole box of sponges and like big bulldog yes I remember that from my wedding days they put a big sponge down your back to get it to fit so like you can actually see how it looks and obviously you've got to angle your photo well but um and at least it means you can you can get your picture and I suppose it also if you're borrowing from people and you don't want to necessarily get something tailored um or you've picked it up really close to the shoot and you haven't had a chance to get it tailored yet then you've got sort of additional additional options um yeah definitely 
The only thing I'd say to that is if girls are going to invest in a, a portfolio shoot, um, and I'm not overly expensive, but it's still quite a bit of money, um, it is really worth getting the right outfit because sometimes when you have like little bits and bobs that aren't fitting and then we have to do clips, it's fine and we can still do them, but if it, you're sort of at a funny angle that it's hard to edit the thing out, but it's a gorgeous picture, it's really frustrating. Mm. So if you can try and get things to fit you best you can, um, always try to do. Well, now's the perfect time. Everyone could be playing around, making sure that everything's going to fit properly. So yes. we're back in the studio. Um, I, I've, I've not bought loads of stuff in lockdown waiting to have photos taken at all <laughs> oh you've been you've been busy making your gold gym oh well yeah gold sparkly gym part of which fell down and i haven't repaired properly yet so if anyone hasn't spotted that on my facebook um and my personal social media i've put some pictures up of the glitter box gym and um, my gym is currently my garage so it needed some pageanting up um but the uh, yeah, there's there's been a few online shopping. Everything's got mid season sales at the moment though. So oh, I keep, really? Yeah, there's no all my favourites mid season sales. Luckily, there wasn't anything I wanted on Michael Kors because that was just a bit disastrous. Well, I'm not looking. I'm I'm technically unemployed, so I'm just like nope, not looking at anything. Me too. Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> seem to have stopped um Gymshark have done pretty well out of me um Ted Baker's mid-season sale but they had some bargains and I need to return most of it but it hasn't arrived yet um and then uh, there were some dress shops as well clearing out prom stock early um because most of the proms weren't going to happen and um, oh, yeah, of course I've got a I think a 450 pound Rachel Allen for 150 quid new <gasps> like wow. you can't say no to that <laughs> yeah that's amazing I should. I should have said no to that, but I didn't. Um, so I hope it fits. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, that's good. Well, well done. Well, so before I confess all my deepest, deepest darkest secrets, um, where can we find you on social media? So my Instagram is Charlotte Clemmy Photographer, which is Charlotte and Clemmy is C-L-E-M-I-E, photographer. And then my personal Facebook, which you're all welcome to add me on, is just Charlotte Cassie Clemmy. And then my photography page is Charlotte Clemmy Photography on Facebook. Awesome. And I'll make sure I've linked all of those in the show notes for everyone listening. If you are driving, although don't know where you'd be driving to right now that's true driving or running or running with the podcast on then you can check the show notes come back to check the show notes and the links will be in there as well and um, thank you so much for coming on it's been lovely oh you too thank you this is it this is all the socializing i do this right is it. i know well my friend said i'll bring you i was like no no i'm busy today i've got a podcast i've been very excited my event of the day <laughs> so thank you jess Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. 
Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.